Aloha. This is Soul Dancer, the author of Pay Me What I'm Worth. We are going to deal with change, and I have an expert panel lined up to make sure you have a wide variety of ways for you to begin to look at how you can befriend change with ease and grace. Now, before we dive into our panels, I want to make sure you understand a couple of things. First, we're not going to chew up a whole lot of time introducing each panelist. That could be an hour in and of itself. So click on to each panelist's name here on the Blog Talk Radio Show page. You'll jump out to their site. All the details about our panelists are there out on the site. And as you're listening to the show, understand that while our topic may seem to be repetitive or what you're going to hear is the primary reason people resist change might seem to be repetitive, their responses on how to resist change are nothing short but unique, exciting, and certainly doable. Add up all the number of years our panelists represent bringing their wisdom to the table, over 200 years of experience waiting for you just to listen to it. Now, whether you'll do something after you listen to it, strictly up to you. If you find you need more help with befriending change, give me a call or get in touch with one of our panelists. Every single one of them are coaches in some degree. They are more than happy to be able to be of service. So let's dive right in. I realize we're hearing a theme here in this show and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if our next guest probably hits that theme right on the head because he's a very savvy hypnotherapist and health and wellness coach. His name is Rick Reynolds, and I've known Rick for some time. He's also part of the health and wellness program that I spoke of earlier. I invited Rick to be on this show because he has helped, I think, over at least 100 people on their path, on their journey to experience the, the most optimal health that they can have given their age and ability. And he has frontline experience, so I know what he's about to share with us will be things that you can take home. Rick, welcome to the show. Well, it's great to be here. I, I, I'm excited. Uh, this is a, a, a topic that comes up again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I as I ponder this show, I, I keep flashing back to I forget what that TV series was. Was it Star Trek or Babylon 5 or whatever it was where that one that one species, the Borg, resistance is futile, you know? It's yeah. just... <laughs> That's Star Trek, next generation. I'm here. Ah, 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 thank you. Yeah. Love that show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, I know we're saving all the, the longer introductions for people to just click out to your website and poke around a little bit, of which they can do right from the page that we're on. Rick, I'm curious, if you were to total up the number of years you have been helping people make changes in their life, how many decades do you got under your belt so far? Well, you know, informally, I think it's been a part or a theme of my entire life. Uh, for many years, mm -hmm. I was a television journalist for uh, over two decades, and, and that's one way of helping people make changes in their life and changes in the world in a in a big way, reporting on what's wrong so that it can be fixed. Uh, but it's specifically in helping people through hypnotherapy has just been this past decade of my life. Okay, so we'll we'll be conservative and say at least two decades. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll take and, that. You know. 
as, as you segue into, you know, the, you probably were doing hypnotherapy before you even knew you were doing hypnotherapy. <laughs> I did hypnotherapy and, in junior high school. I, I pulled out hypnosis books and <laughs> was playing around with it before I had any idea of how powerful it was. See? All right. So let's bump it up to three decades. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? There we go. If you were to somehow average it all out, thinking over the years, the people that you've come across, the organizations that you've come across, uh, what do you sense to be the primary reason people resist change? I think it is fear of the unknown. No matter how uncomfortable and awful things are in this moment, there's a comfort in the familiar and an uncomfort, a discomfort with the unknown. And in order to change, you open up to a new possibility, a new experience, and that is uncomfortable. Even So in order for someone to get past that resistance, sometimes things have to be so incredibly painful in the present moment that they're willing to take on that change. Face the fear of the unknown. How true. We befriend that change to such a degree that we don't realize just how awful that friend really is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I can't imagine having to step in. Well, actually, I can because I do that. What am I saying? Um, when you meet someone who has tried everything, done everything, and you offer them what you do, and it sounds so good that they don't believe you. They're so accustomed to their pain. They're so accustomed to be let down. What are some of the steps that you take to build that confidence and that trust? I'm thinking right off that I don't ask that they believe me on faith, that they I make it okay to not believe me. I kind of meet resistance with the opposite. I don't resist their resistance. I find if I get in conflict right off with where they are at and tell them that they should be or it's someplace other than where they are in that moment, um, it makes the, the relationship very difficult. We're, we are adversaries from the start. So I will accept and love them exactly where they are and identify exactly with what what they're going through. So, you know, if someone says, you know, I've tried everything, Rick, I just don't believe that there's something that I could put in my body that would cause me to feel better and to release extra weight in a short period of time, I just don't think that can happen. And I'd look right at them and say, I know. I was there, <laughs> you know, and I'd recall what that is like <laughs> for me and 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 sit there with them and then say, but what if there were? What if it is possible? Mm. What if what I'm saying is true? And always I crack open the door a little bit and always allow the possibility that they can go back to exactly where they're at in this moment, which usually isn't too wonderful and isn't working for them. But, you know, for a moment, would you be willing to try on the idea that just maybe 
what I'm saying is so. And it cracks open the door a little bit. And that's, that's all that's necessary is just to embrace the possibility that what I'm saying might be true. I'm not, don't ask somebody to completely adopt everything that I'm telling them in the first moment they hear it, but invite them to have an open mind and just hold out that there's a chance that what I'm saying could be true. And what if it were true? And what would that mean to them? And that that begins a process of releasing the resistance. But resistance isn't the the big enemy that sometimes it's made out to be. If you go with it, it can teach you a lot. Instead of resisting the resistance, <laughs> I usually embrace it. It reminds me of in hypnotherapy, there are times when the client will say to you, you know, I'll say, what do you see? What What's there? And they'll say, nothing. <laughs> nothing. This isn't working. <laughs> and if the hypnotherapist says in response to that, oh, no, oh, it's not working, uh, well, let's try this, or it, are you sure it's not working? You know, if they get scared or in resistance, everything falls apart. The only place that I found to be in that moment is to embrace it and go, great, you're experiencing nothing, cool. Tell me what your nothing is like. Is it a dark nothing or a light nothing, a quiet nothing or a noisy nothing? Does it move? And before long, they're describing their nothing, and suddenly this nothing is a something, and it gets more detailed. And before we know it, both of us are in this experience, and the resistance to the trance is long behind us. So what I'm hearing, and you're helping answer my next question, is what do you do to resolve that resistance? What I'm hearing you say is you invite people to become explorers again, wanderers. You invite them to dream again. Because I'm finding a lot of times when people are shut down in fear, they're analytical, they're debative, they have the analysis paralysis thing going on. And what I'm hearing you saying is what if? Let's go play. Let's go wonder. Let's go explore. Am I hearing that correct? Exactly. The, the what if opens up the door of possibilities and the the desire that's in each of us to dream about what could be. I think that's something that's deep-rooted in everybody that you can tap into and explore, and it, it shifts everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we clearly could spend an entire show on this, and possibly one day we will. <laughs> I know you've got to run. You're very busy. I'm curious, What, as we begin to wrap, what is that one step that you would offer someone if they're sitting there going, you know, I would like to make a change, scares me to death. What's really a very good, safe first step? Hmm. I think the most important thing is breathe. Really, just stop, take a moment, take a deep breath. Make sure that you are breathing. Make sure that you are grounded and connected to the earth. And if you can, in this moment, notice 
anything about the this actual moment that you are in. Because the fear of change, this resistance that's coming up, is not about what is present right here, right now. Odds are it's about something that happened to you a few minutes, a few hours, a few years, some time ago, or something that you're afraid is going to happen in the next moment or a year from now. But in this exact moment, and you can get in touch with this exact moment by breathing, <laughs> you are safe, you are fine, and you can allow for the possibility that things can be different in a good way. That, that what if can be invited in with a breath. So I, I would encourage people to breathe <laughs> when they're in that first moment of resistance. That notice, notice what happens in the body. When we enter resistance, one of the first things that I experience in my body is I hold my breath. And if I'm aware, just simply exhaling and inhaling deeply allows me to go with this current moment, which is nearly always safe. It's just allow the breath. You know, it's not doesn't have to be conscious and forced, but what is usually taking place is a resistance to life itself, which comes in the form of like actually catching and holding our breath. It's mm-hmm. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> let go, breathe, exhale, let the air out of your body and your body will allow the air right back in. Now, the body knows how to breathe itself in a very natural, very effortless, easy way. And if it's a hyperventilation at first, it will neutralize and normalize within seconds if you just allow it. Perfect. Perfect. Clearly, Rick, those who are interested in connecting with you to help learn that fine art of releasing that paralysis through hypnotherapy. How do they get a hold of you? Now, we have a link to your website already on your bio. Is there any other way that you prefer folks getting in touch with you? Well, my web, through my website, they can reach me via my email, which is an excellent way. And for those of you that are on Facebook, I spend a lot of time on there. And you can find me at facebook.com forward slash Rick, period, Reynolds, and the number one. That's my Facebook page. So friend me. All right. Rick, thank you so much for bringing your cup of wisdom to the table. We're having a hearty serving of wisdom today, and I look forward that if anyone has any questions for Rick, make sure you contact Rick directly. Thank you so much, Sol, and this is wonderful work that you are doing in the world and sharing with people. They are all fortunate to have tuned into your vibration and be experiencing you here right now. In gratitude, I bow to you, Rick, for those kind thoughts and uh, reflections. For those who now have come to the end of our eight-part series, thank you for joining us all the way through. 
If this is the first show in this series that you happen to catch, all the other shows are in our library of shows. So be sure to go back and at your leisure, click into those other shows and check them out, especially to learn different angles about how we fear change and how you can overcome that fear. As we come to a close to this series, also I want to remind you that there's a link in the show notes to not only Rick Reynolds' page, but also to our growth page. You're now in a position to take that growth series. It's a free series. You're now in the best position to dive in and start checking out how to grow more effortlessly. We're offering this series free of charge because I know times are tight. Pay Me What I'm Worth practices this pay-it-forward notion that the more that we can give out and help others learn how to be paid what they're worth in multiple ways, it comes right back around in multiple ways for us. So as always, don't forget about our contest. Each time you leave a comment in our show series, at the end of the month, we'll take a look at to see who's left the most comments, and those who do will be getting a prize from us. So you might just be getting an email from paymewhatimworth.com if you've left a lot of comments. In closing, you're listening to Soul Dancer, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth. Be sure to check out our website as well at pay411.co. That's the short version. PAY411.co. It'll take you right out to paymewhatimworth.com. We're actually hiring. So if you're unemployed or underemployed or you need extra cash, check out our website because we are indeed hiring. I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to working with you. And I'm looking also forward from learning from you. Aloha. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.